right, welcome to Old School, Jake, you were Ben Corolla with you guys. So uh, if I might be so bold, two galaxy brains for the price of one. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's show is called Galaxy Brain because his brain is indisputed. Mine disputed. Um, okay, <laughs> we will uh, we'll kind of get to that in a second. Um, and so uh, our sponsor, TwoStrongCoffee.com/tyt. Okay, there you go. And a beautiful mug and a beautiful coffee in it, covering up not. As beautiful a face, so everybody's a winner. Uh, okay, uh, gives money to progressive causes, over $20,000 to progressive causes. Right wingers complain, they make more coffee, okay? And they give more money to progressive causes. And this is organic and fair trade. You obviously have to do twostrongcoffee.com slash TYT, don't forget that part. By the way, shop TYT.com, uh, all of the profits from the Sunflower Bay and the Russian warship uh, shirts go to Ukrainian human rights groups. So check that out at shoptyt.com. Okay, uh, Ben, um, later in the program, we will be discussing dogs and the cleaning lady and what is wrong with them. Drops. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. So <laughs> old, old for that. Um, but so for Ben, uh, Ben, I think last time you were on old school, we talked about. They it did. I I think we talked about how you're going to transition, uh, but you had not yet begun. I forget everything. Um, so do you remember? Um, I think that was like I think that was in the opening right before we started the main show a couple weeks ago, or maybe it was like a month or two ago. Time is an illusion. We're living in a, a simulation, you know. Like, uh, but I think it was like two months ago, right before like we did a power panel. Um, you asked me a little bit about it, yeah. Because I think these conversations are best handled in 47, 45 second um, bites, okay? And and then, because they're not at all like sensitive or interesting or anything like that. Um, no, the reason that in, in power panels we do that super quick is because we gotta get to all the stories. We gotta get to all the stories. Yeah. The good news about old school is we don't have to get to anything, and I'm putting that politely. Oh, okay. Including the stuff that I tease. You think I'm gonna tell you what's wrong with cleaning ladies? Probably, but I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, I know what's wrong. It's not cleaning ladies, it's the cleaning lady that's the problem. Um, so that sounds so uh, snobby. Ugh. Are we really gonna say that on a progressive show? Hold, but on old school we might or might not get to. Okay, anyways, uh, so uh, Ben. So let's talk about it, okay? So what do you, what do you got? Uh, what do we say transitioning? So like in, in other shows, either they'll like be against the LGBTQ community, so they won't have any of these conversations, or they'll be scared to death of stepping on toes, and they won't have these conversations. So that's not what we do on TYT. We talk it through. So do we say transitioning first of all? It's an active verb. Yeah, yeah. I mean, transitioning is fine. It's kind of like. Because it's complicated, right? Because like, because like the reality is, right? Um, right. I'm a woman, regardless as to where exactly I am, how I'm sounding. But there's like a like, it is a whole process of like, you know, like I've got speech therapy appointments. I've got like obviously a litany of doctor's appointments before I go and like hormones and stuff. Um, I'm gonna like, luckily the VA is gonna pay for me to get rid of my face hair. Um, and I mean. <clears throat> 
Um, and then, you know, there's like a lot of practice in terms of like making sure that my voice is the way that I want it to be. Um, obviously, I'm not using this voice because <clears throat> it's the evening and it's a little bit crackly and it's dry. And but uh, it's a lot of work, right? It's a lot of work and it's like a whole process. So yeah, when you're going sort of through that process, it is it is transitioning because like you know, there there's just gradual steps that you have to take in different aspects of your life where once you come out. Um, you're you're presenting different ways in different spaces until it all sort of like converges, and then you're finally just kind of like presenting one way just all the time. And so, uh, yeah, transitioning <laughs> transitioning is is the word, um, but that's kind of I guess the explanation as to why. So, uh, I, like here, I'll use a different example. I'm sure that. Every example has its problems, let alone goofy ones uh, like the one I'm going to use. Uh, but like, so for example, TRT has been transitioning forever from broke uh, to not broke. Uh, and once we have a dollar in profitability, or uh, then we go, ta da, we have transition, right? <laughs> uh, so is there a ta da uh, moment where you think uh, personally for you, yeah, that's it? Yeah, Transitioned, we're done with um, the transitioning. That's a good question. Um, I don't know. It's kind of like there are kind of a lot of individual tada moments, right? So, like in like the trans community, you'll hear a lot of people talk about gender euphoria. So maybe you're like, you know, makeup is doing what you want it to the right day, the outfit's doing what you want it to the right day, and then you're like feeling like super great. Um, and really, it's more about making those moments more closely spaced in time with each other. Um, and so I guess it's less of one big tada moment versus like trying to have like little tada moments just like on a near daily basis. Um, and then I don't know, maybe it just becomes a point where, you know, like everything is just kind of like great every day. Uh, but unfortunately we live in a really transphobic world. So, um, you know, even you know, I like I assume like even some of like the biggest trans celebrities that are like the most, you know, iconic, like well known figures probably do have to deal with like a little bit like of that because no amount of fame can kind of like shield you from just the reality of the backdrop of society. Um, okay, by the way, look at Cal, Calm like a bomb. Okay, it took me like 17 seconds to figure out your handle. So that's already a boomer move, thereby validating your point. They wrote in, Ben, having this conversation with Jack feels like explaining it to my dad. <laughs> that's not that far off. Okay. Ben, how old are you? I'm 27. I'm 51. I could have had you. <laughs> By the way, if we had that twist ending, this would be the greatest old school of all time. I'm like, wait, Ben, who's your mom? No, not in New Jersey. Oh my Jersey. god. Not Secaucus. Okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. Secaucus 24 years ago. 20, wait, 27? 27? No. 27. Okay. Um, I made that up. There's no, that's not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so that you know, you talk about gender euphoria. I have gender euphoria from time to time. Like if I do something slightly like arduous, like carry a couple of boxes, I think, ah, so manly. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like you're already like a million steps ahead of everybody. Else. You're light years ahead of everybody else because a lot of people, even like well-meaning people, don't realize that like cisgender people feel gender euphoria all the time. Like, like if you're a cis man and you're like, oh my god, I feel like so proud of being a good dad today, or I feel great, like because I was just being such a good supportive like brother or son or whatever. Um, like that's gender euphoria. That's gender. You, you know, when you see like a bunch of dudes and they're all cheering at like a football game and they're like, yeah, bro, yeah, that's gender euphoria right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, but, or wittingly or unwittingly, I have had many moments of gender euphoria. Because <laughs> I've had a lot of those like meathead clap moments like, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's do it. Oh. So all old school fans know that a meathead clap is done like this, where you cup the hands, okay? Because that's more melody. Oh, let's go, 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 let's go, big bang. I did have I did have one totally inappropriate, but secretly everybody's gonna love it, gender euphoria moment. So it doesn't really have to do with your gender, but kind of, okay? So just. Let me just have the euphoria, okay? So the other day we were covering the story of the guy, just like the worst guy on earth, that smeared the feces on this poor woman, her face, mouth, ears, and stuff like that, because she had hit on her, but she was not receptive. So he went and did that. This guy's a terrible guy. He spit on a Jew, poor Jewish guy, and and you know said anti-Semitic things. He did 44 different crimes. Anyway, we talked about it on the show. So. Um, and it reminded me of the story where that I've told a number of times because I'm proud of it, where I saw a guy hitting his girlfriend in like an alleyway outside of a club in Miami. And it already sounds like it's out of a movie, right? But it was, I swear to you, it was in an alleyway. It was right outside of this this club on on A Street on in Miami. And and then I and then he was grabbing her by the hair and uh, and I told him to let her go and he wouldn't do it until he uh, I suggested it rather forcefully uh, and then he tried to punch me then we had a fight and then I kicked his ass but the most important part is that uh, as soon as he let his girlfriend go she ran uh, so she was scared to death of him and presumably was safe at least at that moment. And at that point, when I saw her run and I knew she was safe, I had gender euphoria. Ben, allowed or not allowed to think that that was like manly, so I had a gender euphoria moment. I mean, I think that's allowed. Like, look, gender expression is different for everybody, right? Everybody has completely like, it's one of those things where it's like language, right? It's, it's like the easiest way to explain gender is like a technology of culture, right? Language is a cultural technology, gender is a cultural technology. So we all pretty much use the same words if we're speaking the same language, but we also kind of don't. And we also kind of have our own way of saying those words, we have our own cadence, we have our own sort of relationship with the words that we use. And so even though the language can be similar from one to another, it also is different from each individual person. So like with that, like yeah, that's totally allowed to be a moment of like gender euphoria. If you know, part of your, if part of your masculine identity is 
in sort of being like a protector slash defender of people who are in vulnerable positions, which I mean, like having watched your show for 10 years, you know, that's definitely <laughs> that's that's definitely like I feel like literally the whole reason why like TYT is kind of around is to, you know, give a, a voice to, to people who are made vulnerable by society. Um, and so, yeah, that's like totally like perfect, like gender euphoria moment. You know, Ben, I had never thought about it that way. I love that you said that. Uh, it turns out I've been kicking that guy's ass for the last 20 years. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, I love the description of TYT as a protector of the vulnerable um, and and the others and uh, and you know the disadvantaged. Uh, and uh, yeah, I love. Uh, Giving protection to those who need it, um, and obviously, you know, we're half joking around here. That doesn't have to be a man thing, of course, right? And and was that also a little bit of like vigilante for you? A little bit, right? Okay, but mainly, I was thrilled that that she was safe. Um, and uh, and I got more on euphoria in a second because you've we've stumbled upon one of my favorite topics that I do with gender <laughs> has to do with euphoria. Okay. Hold, but first, uh, Kane Monsters uh, is a member. Uh, tyt.com slash join to become a member. Uh, we do the show with the members. So Kane Monster wrote it. This is kind of what I was hoping to see when Ben announced uh, her transitioning. I hope there would be a discussion. Ask and ye shall receive. Okay, boom, discussion. Uh, you know what I do? I do discussions. Uh, Biden flavor corn pop says day late. I love it. Uh, <laughs> there was a good reason. There's a good reason we were hoping for someone else. We had communication issues. Most classical school thing there is. Uh, to Twitch for a second, which by the way, you can check out Galaxy Brain, twitch.tv slash TYT. Uh, and Sam, Samalin, the kind dragon wrote, Ben, looking beautiful as always. And DJ Addy said, Ben, you sound amazing. So lots of love out there for you, Ben. Um, Thank you. <laughs> and I didn't sound amazing there. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. We're still ing, by the way. So it's okay. We haven't ed yet. Um, so <laughs> although it seems you explained the process. Um, and every day we get a little closer. So um, so now uh let I'm gonna come back to um this issue in a second. Uh, but first, euphoria. Um, so I also have existence euphoria. Um, <laughs> I will uh, sometimes, and let's be honest, oftentimes, um, I will think about the fact that we exist and I will be euphoric. Okay. Now, some might say low bar. Uh, okay, but as George W. Bush said, my job is to keep expectations low. Okay. <laughs> Making them more easier and clear. Um, so, no, but, I, and I'm curious, Ben, if you've ever had that. Um, because I, I'm curious if, like, very many other people have. I don't know. See, one of the things I'm obsessed with lately is what is in other people's heads? Because we all assume that not only the thoughts, the assumptions, but also the background of what's in our head is in other people's heads, and it's not. 
<laughs> okay, we know logically it's not, but uh, but only if we're forced to think about it. So I literally don't even know how other people think, which I want to get to in a second. But Ben, have you ever had a moment where you realized, wait a minute, we're alive. I, I am alive and I can do anything. I mean, I yeah. wouldn't recommend anything, <laughs> but I could, and I'm alive, and I exist, and my God, that's an unbelievable miracle that I exist. Thought yeah, so. I like no, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, and this is where it's like, okay, this is where it gets really wild, right? Because like we were talking about earlier, right? How I'm, I'm 27. I've been watching this show since I was like, you know, since I was like a teenager, and so. Like, yes, I've had a I've had a ton of moments like that where just like specific moments where it's just like feeling like, oh my God, everything is just kind of like so amazing. It's kind of wild if you think about it, right? Like everything just just everything is just so wild. The fact that we live in this universe that's like very large, you know, the fact that there's just like so many things out there in the world. Um I kind of learned that from you. <laughs> Oh I my God! Yeah, I, you just I, gave me like the greatest compliment of all time. But keep going. I, I don't want to stop you. Yeah, no. Old school has literally been one of my favorite shows since I started watching TYT. Basically, it's the reason why I became like uh, like a member like right away when I was you know back when I was in the military and had the money to actually do it. Um, and like. I mean, I'll be real. I, I had a kind of difficult childhood, right? Like my parents, you know, were separated, and my mom worked a ton, and so like uh, a lot of the sort of like normal advice you might get about the life about life, I kind of got from like TV, right? One of the raised by TV generation. Um, but like watching, literally watching old school, like you've given so much advice <laughs> on old school that I've just kind of like listened to. And the one advice that always kind of stuck out was literally just, you know, like when you were talking about being like the number one saverer in the world, the master saverer of things. And like, and chat, if you're listening to this, if you're watching this, anybody out there, okay, like if you're gonna let anything stick in your brain, it's gotta be that. It's gotta be that. Because like, I mean, think about it, just eating like a patty melt, right? Like, think about it for like a second. It's like a really magical experience. And I know that's cheesy because, you know, patty melts do have cheese on them, but oh. <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> I thought I was the only one making dad jokes. I love that one. You're crazy. We're having the time of our lives here. In fact, you know what I'm doing? I'm savoring this. <laughs> so Ben, seriously, that was just wonderful to hear. Um, you're gonna be on old school every week from now on. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, because I say those good things and they're, you know, I don't know how seriously people take it. And it's said, you know, a little bit tongue in cheek on everything's tongue in cheek in old school. But I definitely mean the advice part. I definitely mean the the savoring part and stuff. And the fact that it that it affected you in a positive way, Jesus, that that makes me feel great. Uh, and and sometimes people write in uh, those wonderful positive things. It sucks that the negative things stick more, right? Because you yeah. know, before we got on air, Ben and I were talking about our DMs. Not our DMs, but our uh, comment section on Twitter, our mentions. 
God, I'm sold. Okay, it takes me a while to get to the right word. Uh, okay, uh, the series of tubes called the internet has a thing called Twitter. Uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, my meshes are so unbelievably toxic, right? Like nuclear level from every direction. So Anna was talking about how her war against weather people on the bonus episode <laughs> last couple times. Um, but like, and that they're in her mentions, but everybody's in my mentions. She thought it was innocuous, right? What she wrote and, and stuff. But I'll write innocuous stuff, especially when I'm high, just to see how people will attack it, um, right? And they'll come up with the most ingenious ways. I'll, I'll say something as simple as like, hey, you know, you should savor every moment or something. And then, then I'll see people be like, oh, yeah, I guess you're voting for Buttigieg now. My God, like, oh my God. What, 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 what just happened? How did you get from that to this, right? And others, oh yeah, yeah, I guess the Clinton people are paying you to say that. And then the <laughs> other guys say like, oh yeah, that's what I'm sure you would try to turn everybody Muslim. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, literally, you'll be like, wow, this is my favorite dog. I really love dogs. Oh, so what do you hate? Cats now. Oh, okay. Whoa. You know, like shilling for big dog. Okay. Like, big where's dog. the love for cats? Oh, we're going dog. That's part of our conversation. That's the one thing I teased. Okay, but hold on. Don't jump ahead. Don't jump ahead. Uh, as if you know what's ahead. No one knows what's ahead. Tweet it, you'll get attacked. Uh, Okay. Oh yeah, I guess you're now against the past because you're constantly talking about what's ahead in the future, huh? <laughs> uh, we see you. Well, that was a nice little like we got we got sons by our own crew right there. Like, hey, 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 enough about the future. Back to the past. It's called old school. Maybe old school caught feelings over it. Think about it. Okay, that's that's very meta. Um, so I know I know cool internet lingo. Um, okay. Anyways, um, I Ben, one last time, I'm thrilled that you got that out of old school or any part of TYT. And you know that you, but you've encouraged me now probably too much. That's a, it's a, it's a very you know, dangerous thing to do to encourage me. But yeah, I'm gonna talk about life lessons and advice more, right? Because. Guys, you can get your forward from it. And Ben, to your point, last night, let's be honest, I was high, okay? Uh, let's be honest, I was a little too high, which does actually almost never happens. Uh, because can I really be too high? Can a person be too high? Turns out you can, because uh, I, I felt a little queasy, which I never feel, right? And I was like, oh, that's a weird too high feeling. Um, but anyways, uh, you know what cured it? Passing out instantly after I thought that. <laughs> That's the other thing that happens if you take if you get too high, or at least if I do, I'm like, oh, this feels great, amazing, a little trouble. <sighs> God, it doesn't matter. Good man is irrelevant. God, I fell asleep at like 8:15 at night. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, I had had, uh, and I still have some of the leftovers. I'm gonna have it after old school. Um, I had had. Uh, a crab mac and cheese, truffle crab mac and cheese. Okay, what is that? I don't know. I've never had it, but I'm like truffle. Okay, crab, sure. Mac and cheese. We're having a conversation. 
So I let him put it together, I got it. And since I was high, as soon as I tasted it, I was like, it's like, what have they done? What have they done? This is awesome. Okay. And just, I, if you see me with my, if you see me in public and my eyes are closed longer than three seconds, I'm as high as the sky. I'm gone. Okay. That so sounds I like, thought, yeah, go oh, ahead. Sorry. That sounds like a very Louisiana dish. And like, I feel like Cajun food is deeply, deeply underrated. Like this is just a random gripe that I have. Everybody in the United States should know what etouffee is and should have had it before. Um, Cajun food is amazing. And like, especially, okay, Cajun food high, like I feel like has everything, a little like spice, saltiness, right? Like the creaminess and like, um, like when you said like that crab, truffle, mac and cheese, my brain just went straight to Cajun food, straight to etouffee. <laughs> Yeah, no, but whatever you do not have poutine uh, that has been banned now because of its association or lack thereof of Putin. Uh, we covered that in the bonus episode earlier today. Um, so by poutine is French, but not Cajun. It's actually other direction, Quebec. Anyways, um, uh, Cajun food, I'm gonna say something slightly controversial, a little too spicy for me. And, um, and not just the spice, like if it that spice has a certain spice to it. Um, worst explanation ever. Uh, but what I mean by that is it's not just hot, it also has an extra tang to it from the spice. And I'm not that big a fan of it. Um, now there's some Cajun food that I've had without that spicy stuff in it. And I'm like, oh wait, 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 this is, yeah, okay, this. I'm more in favor of this, right? And I think that's what you're going towards with the, yeah, I could see them doing some sort of crab mac and cheese down there and tossing together and that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, also been high in Louisiana, also had a really good meal about it. But you know what, when you're really high, who isn't having a really good meal? Let's be honest, <laughs> uh, super underrated pizza shop in the middle of um, the, the French Quarter, okay, FYI. Um, super random. I'm gonna get to comments. I'm gonna get to everything. Maybe uh, you did you spend a lot of time in Louisiana or no? Um, I spent a lot of time. Well, let's see. Basically, I've spent a some total of a year, but always during the summer. I lived with my dad twice for three months in Louisiana, and then I lived in Mississippi for like four months. Um, uh, for four months while I was in the military. So what part of Louisiana? Um, I think it's called Lafayette, which is like the kind of the bougie side of Louisiana. Um, I didn't know Louisiana had a bougie side. Okay. Oh yeah, it's got it's got like real extra bougie side. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like I feel like Louisiana's bougie side is a little eyes wide shut. Um, like. That they're like the the upper class in Louisiana have done things they shouldn't have done, um, and I mean, obviously I'm doing that based on Mardi Gras. And they got the mask and stuff, and they got that like culture of <laughs> like this is the stuff we're showing you in public. Imagine what we do in private, right? Yeah, yeah. It like like 
It's, I mean, I feel like it's that kind of money, especially when, when you're talking about a state that's generally poor and you've got like an incredibly wealthy enclave that's like tucked away, like hidden somewhere. I feel like that's usually the type of money that will melt your brain, right? Like the kind of money where you've you've already done everything that anybody could reasonably do, you know? Yeah, and then you get the things that people would unreasonably do. Uh, and we covered that on the show uh, a couple of days ago too on, on Young Turks. Uh, the guys who the guy who lost a lot of money in the stock market, top 500 wealthiest guy in the world, went to a restaurant, decided he's gonna sleep on a table at the restaurant, <laughs> put 20 lobsters on top of them, uh, pour out a couple of three different <laughs> bottles of extraordinarily expensive wine, dip his shirt in it, use it to tap his forehead, like whatever. I'm like, I'm okay with all of it except the 20 lobsters. Why are they on top of you? It's just <laughs> like it doesn't make you want to order 20 lobsters and do something with uh, whatever, but why are they on top of you? What is it? It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, but but like. I I think rich people that are that rich run out of stuff to do. And and they and they can't get euphoria anymore. And they need like more and more different things. That's why a lot of them wind up being eccentric. I think the other reason, Ben, I'm making all this stuff up, but I'm pretty sure it's true. Uh and these are just theories, but um uh I think it's because we allow them to like when if a like one the other story was uh, one of the richest guys in the world, uh, but this was in India, goes to the one of the highest end hotels in India, and and he uh, crawls around on the floor of the lobby, acting like a, a, an animal and growls and barks and stuff, and then he has his guards do it too sometimes. Okay, so he did it once. You say, all right, look. Guy took something he shouldn't have taken. Okay, there is such a thing as too high. Don't do heavy drugs, <laughs> etc. Right? Okay, fine. I get it. I've, I've trapped fear in a closet. I get it. Um, but, um, but he did it every day for 30 days. And so, if a poor person did that, they'd be escorted from the building instantly. Instantly, middle class person, you're gone. You're in jail. Nobody's putting out with that BS, right? A rich person does it. Everybody's like, well, obviously, like rich people are allowed to do and almost expected to do eccentric things, right? And that's part of why now I'm now here comes a turn. That's why I'm looking forward to becoming rich, so I can do the eccentric things that I normally do, but have everybody go, oh no, it's it's okay, he's rich. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I think the one of the reasons why people don't really have limits with what will like socially like let rich people sort of do is because I mean, look, like this is the thing. Like, let's be real. In the United States, if you're if you're poor, like you can be so poor that you're homeless and starving and you can't survive. If we if everybody knew that their survival was guaranteed, I think people would be a little bit more willing to be like, yo, that's like really weird, dude. Like, but you know what I mean? Like, because they wouldn't be afraid that they would lose their entire livelihood, right? If you're one of the guards and you're like, I don't want to crawl around on like, I mean, if you want to do that, that's for you, but that's not for me, right? That's for other people, as Ben Mankiewicz <laughs> might say. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, I that's I love that point. Um, 
if we could all follow, now to quote another TYT host, if we could all follow Anna's rule of you do you, boo, right? Like, God, God bless, do whatever you want. You, you bark away at the moon. Don't make the guard do it. And have the guard be able to say, hey, you know what, brother? I don't want to do that. And I go, oh, that's cool. Yeah, oh, you, oh you're not into growling? You're not into growling. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Protect my life. That's that's what I pay you for. Growling's optional, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, it's like it's fine if you're like doing it yourself and like that's your thing. It's weird when you're like dragging your employees into it, right? There should be limits with your like staff, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I promise that no one at TYT will also have to capture fear and put it into a closet. That was just me. And don't worry, guys, it's over. It's already in the closet. You can't get out. I took care of it. So fear no longer exists. All right, I'm gonna read a bunch of comments, then we got more, of course. Uh, John Bugino says, new shop TYT product idea, two strong edibles. And then goes dot, 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 whisper of a dream. Then, and then, and then emoji of the crying person, but like sideways. So it's even more crying, laughing, okay? Uh, crying laughing emoji, I should uh, clarify. Favorite part of the show is when I describe emojis, everybody knows it. Uh, okay. And if you think we're not going to do two strong edibles the minute it's allowed, you don't know me at all. <laughs> and I thought after all these years we knew each other. Um, no, yeah, two strong edibles uh, as soon as legally allowed, headed in your direction. And uh, anyways, uh, Yanvite says, can confirm. Old school, totally worth it. Now we're in Twitch. Mr. Dan the Dan the Man XE uh, says, TYT taught me so much as well. Still learning. Wow, thank you. You're wonderful. Uh, Resto Dragons has been watching TYT and a member since 2007 and have loved every minute of it. Resto Dragon, we've loved every minute of it. Thank you for supporting us all this way. It's, it's your show, brother. It's your show, okay? Felicity91 said, love a good and Ben Jenk old school. I see you, I see you. Uh, and you know what, Ben sees you. Normally it's Ben Mankwitz, but this time it's Ben Corolla. we see it. Uh, Brad Shaw Crew one says, Jenk has been shaping people's brains for 20 years now. God help us all. <laughs> I added the God help us all, but I think, thank you, Brad. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Hey, look, Ben turned into a galaxy brain. So maybe not such a bad thing, okay? Uh, and it's just Vegas says, I don't see a DeLorean. So enough about the future, <laughs> indeed. And without a DeLorean, everyone knows you can't do time travel or a phone booth. Um, so, uh, okay, Ben, let me ask the most standard trite question, okay? But I'm, I am genu genuinely curious about it, otherwise I wouldn't ask. So how early did you know that you felt like a woman, you are a woman. Is there a distinction? Did you know early on or did you know, did you think you were quote unquote different, but you didn't know what it was? Help me understand. Yeah, yeah, okay. So this is where it gets weird, right? So I grew up in a really conservative household. And so Basically, like literally, literally, this is gonna sound so corny. This is gonna sound so corny, but like, like literally, when I was like, you know, probably like seven, I was would watch things like The Little Mermaid was one of my favorite shows. 
Um, it, it was like show and the movie um, was my favorite. And I was like, just kind of like identifying like, I want to be that character. Like I would really like to be Ariel. That'd be a cool person to be. Um, then like a lot of it was just kind of music, right? Like hearing like really awesome female vocalists and just saying like, well, I wish I could sound like that. And like, you know, like they're really great, but not really connecting the dots. And it's kind of embarrassing how long it took me to connect the dots because like, even after like college and um, like, like, uh, like I sort of learned like what trans is, you know, when I was like 20, um, like uh, got occasionally exposed to like trans issues through TYT, just talking about it. Um, but it always was just kind of like this mythical thing that was like for other people and it couldn't possibly be me or anything like that um, until, I mean, really until like a couple of years ago um, when I like started like interacting with and talking to other like trans folks um, like, uh, you know, on like Twitter and stuff like that. And uh, like following some trans streamers on like Twitch and YouTube and stuff. Um, and then I kind of like came to the realization probably like a year ago more solidly in my head. Um, so I don't know, I grew up in like a really sheltered environment. So there was always like a very obvious, like, you know, looking back on it, like, oh, well, that's super obvious, right? What a dead giveaway, right? Like, uh, <laughs> you know, I think one of the big telltales is like, um, and this is like a whole meme within like the trans community is like, um, just really liking gender swap episodes because like every cartoon has like some sort of gender swap episodes and just for whatever reason, like really liking those episodes um, and just kind of stuff like that. It's, um, you know, it's kind of just like, it's just kind of a whole meme. It's kind of, it's literally a whole meme within the trans community. Um, like, and people who are like trans, but like don't realize it yet, they're called eggs. Um, if you want to know the lingo, um, but that's basically where I was until like, uh, hmm? Are you kidding me? I love yeah. Lincoln. <laughs> okay, I'm so glad I learned egg. The only problem is I'm gonna misuse it. People are gonna get angry. Just okay, just pardon me ahead of time, okay? Uh yeah. like, sorry, keep going. I no, got no. uh, so excited. <laughs> um but then it just kind of came to the realization. And then like well, the one thing that like I think like was the the sort of crossing of the Rubicon, if I'm using that phrase correctly, was literally just seeing like a bunch of memes where, and it's literally just one meme that is like very standard form and it's kind of all over the place in trans circles, which is like you like you know that you know that like guys don't wish that they were girls, right? Like that's not a normal thing. Like that's not like it's a normal thing, but it's not. Like it's not a thing that guys do. Like if you're wishing that you're a girl, you you probably are. And it's like, oh, oh, like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, look, it sounds funny that that uh, I'm not okay. See, I you shouldn't have taught me any lingo. Okay, <laughs> the thought went through my head. I don't know if it's appropriate to say, so I'll just leave that behind. Does anybody, okay, I can't help it, I'm the worst. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you, Ben, does anybody talk about like the eggs cracking or hatching or? All, yeah, eggs cracking is a whole thing. It's literally, there's an entire subreddit dedicated to it. It's yes, eggs, like, cause that's the whole metaphor, right? That's the whole metaphor is that you're an egg, like you don't realize. And then your egg cracking is when you when you make that moment of realization, like, wait, oh wait, I'm trans, oh my God. 
oh, now yeah. it all makes so much sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally, totally. So, I mean, that's why, I, why what I was going to say is it's kind of funny that a, a meme cracked your egg, right? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but it makes sense, right? Memes are supposed to, like, make a simple statement where you go, oh, yeah, right? And so, and, and it's totally true. Like, I, I never wanted to be a girl growing up. So, like, you probably assume, just like we were talking about earlier, you probably assumed that what was in your head without thinking about it consciously was probably a little bit what was in everybody's head. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Right. Whereas when you didn't know, like, no, like other guys like me, like when I saw Little Mermaid, I mainly wanted to be Sebastian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding around. But seriously, like, I didn't, like, I love Little Mermaid, but I didn't want to be Ariel. Like, it never occurred to me, right? Um, it never occurred to me to to want to be like a female character unless the female character was badass, right? Uh, <laughs> being the goofball that I am, like when I watch like Gladiator, and the the bad guy general says to Maximus Decimus uh, Meridius, not a big deal, I still remember, um, and he says, uh, "People should know that when they are conquered," and that's in the beginning when they're fighting the German barbarians, and uh, and Maximus says to him, would you, would I, right? Meaning like, we would fight for our homes too. And we would fight for our family and communities too. Was, That's me. Oh my <laughs> God. What if I'm a Maximus egg? <laughs> Only an egomaniac but like me would think. Maybe I'm like the egg of like a really like good person. <laughs> <laughs> just hasn't cracked yet. I just haven't cracked yet. That's all. I'm waiting on the crack. Uh, <laughs> um, but you know what? I will say something serious about that though. And it, this is kind of an this is an interesting one. Um, in a lot of ways, I didn't realize that I was a. a it now makes it two different uh, sayings that I was kind of a good egg. Um, and, and I'll tell you why I didn't realize that, Ben, because I'm loud uh, and I'm aggressive and I'm a talk show host. These are not things associated with good guys. Uh, and and uh, so if I was loud in somebody's class, the teacher didn't give me a lot of positive feedback, right? Uh, and and friends and family too. They didn't mean any harm. They're wonderful to me in other ways. But you know, when you're the loud, aggressive dude, not a lot of people come and go. Hey, you're really kind. Uh, <laughs> not a sentence often spoken to me throughout my life. And certainly in this in the public sphere, I'm in the middle of a thousand fights at the same time. People don't associate that with a with a good guy or a nice guy or a kind guy, right? And recently, I began to realize, like, hey, maybe, maybe you know, guys like Ben watch the show, and maybe they got a good lesson or two out of it, and and maybe I could be decent enough to myself to to acknowledge maybe I am kind, but in a different way, right? Um, is is that unbearable, or does that make sense? 
No, that makes perfect sense. I mean, people make the mistake, like, I mean, first and foremost, right? Never let villains define heroes, right? Like, let's, we gotta, we gotta, this is a rule. Never let villains define heroes. Um, we live in a world that, like, to be honest, like, it's really, really great in a lot of ways, but also kind of sucks in a lot of ways. Um, and so, there's a lot of, I mean, I mean, you know, it's the, it's the respectability politics, it's the sort of like, um, decorum and all those things that is more than just inside of Congress. There's an entire culture of that, right? Like, so for example, like, so for example, um, people paint this picture of Martin Luther King being sort of like a passive, peaceful, like, okay, you know, we're we're just, you know, we want some rights, please. But like, he had like very fiery, passionate speeches where he would literally go out and just absolutely roast all of the people that were making life miserable for everybody else, right? And so kindness is sometimes aggressive, right? When there is injustice, kindness looks uncomfortable, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does, uh, and uh, and that does comfort me a little bit, it does. And, and look, even uh, so-called tough guys that are visibly aggressive sometimes need to hear a kind word. Right, and uh, and we all put up some degree of a front, right? And and it's and a lot of it is true, but a lot of it is just fronting for yourself to yourself, right? And so, um, but but the reason I brought it up in the context of the egg is that a lot of us are things that we don't always realize, right? And so. And and now a more normal example, Ben, is and and so and I tell you this because of course you shouldn't beat yourself up for not recognizing it earlier, right? Uh, because hey, I was a Republican before. I look back at the things that I believe, and I'm like, believe back then, I'm like, how? How could I have not seen it, right? I was religious before, and now I'm very atheist, right? And uh, and I think, how could I have not seen it before? But even over the last two years, as I've had a rolling epiphanies um, and like a, almost a tornado of epiphanies, um, I'll have an epiphany, and it'll be like right afterwards. I'll think, how could I have not seen that before? <laughs> right? That was like in hindsight, it was kind of obvious. Um, but uh, but so that all of that is to say, whether you're Ben or anyone else in the audience. Um, give yourself a break. <laughs> it's okay. We weren't born with all the knowledge in our head already. We were born a blank slate. We had to piece it together one by one. And oftentimes we didn't have a lot of guidance, right? So Ben, you, you for the reasons you explained, you didn't have a lot of guidance in some of this stuff, right? Um, and in my case, I mean, it was different in, in a thousand ways, but uh, you know, my parents were immigrants, so they really didn't know the culture here almost at all. And so, I mean, I was in the wilderness. I had no idea how to fit into the culture. And I went from like a relatively cool kid, kind of as cool a third grader as you could have. And it wasn't, and in Turkey, there really isn't the concept of cool that much. I know it sounds funny to hear that, but it's true. It's kind of weird. Um, I don't know that Turkey's weird, maybe America's weird, but, uh, but, we come here and all of a sudden there's the concept of cool and I ain't it. Uh, and it took me like decades to figure out how to how to get there, right? And there's no manual. And I remember my dad 
trying to give me guidance, but it was from such an old era, right? So I remember walking, this is my, one of my favorite stories, I've probably told it too many times, but walking around the our backyard in East Brunswick, New Jersey, uh, right before in the summer before I went to college. And my dad has decided I'm 18, I'm about to go to college, he's finally gonna give me the talk, okay? He says, Yank, you want an egg? Okay, no, he doesn't. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been too much. That would have been a bit like. <laughs> he says, "Jank, remember, American girls want to sleep with you." I was like, "That hasn't been my experience." <laughs> and he's like, "They are going to want to marry you." I'm like, "Really?" Okay. <laughs> Again, that's not really how it's played out, right? And he's like, so you must do the protection thing, you know what I'm saying, okay? Because <laughs> 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 at least that part I understand. I know what you're saying, and okay. And But in his mind, he's from the old school. So when he got a college education, his value went from nothing, dirt poor farmer that nobody in town wants to marry because, you know, you got nothing to your name, etc. You got you then now you have a college education, it's skyrocketed. And he was able to marry like from one of the wealthy families in their little town, which is like unheard of, unprecedented, right? And and um and so in his mind, I'm going to get a college education. I am going to be incredibly valuable. And and people are gonna to want to get impregnated by me. <laughs> Still waiting on it. Uh, <laughs> so in a world where your dad tells you that a American woman can't be, can't wait to get impregnated by you, <laughs> and and you, no one ever tells you the lessons you should have gotten out of the Little Mermaid, of course we don't know what we're doing. Of course we don't, and we should give ourselves a goddamn break. Okay. Um, so uh, speaking of breaks, we're out of time. And did we get to the dog or the cleaning lady? Of course not, but we do have a whole nother old school episode. That's for the members. And I swear we'll talk about the dog and the cleaning lady there. TYT.com slash join to become a member. If you're on YouTube, so easy, you hit the join button below the video, you become a member. And we're gonna see you guys in one minute because we're also shooting that one live. So members stay right here, we'll be right back.